Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Today's date is December 16th. Wow. Nine days until Christmas. Almost the end of let me, 2019. Let me say that again. Nine days until oh, Christmas. I've just got one present left. Yeah. I, um, with with the, the issues that I had, um, fortunately enough, people have stepped in and taken, not taken over, but people have stepped up to the plate and um, helped out with Toys for Tots like immensely this wow. year. Uh, being a Marine... I probably have 16 or 17 different opportunities during the during October, November, and December to put my uniform back on, like for for Toys for Tots functions. Now, for the past five years, I've been doing them all myself. Right. Very simple. Put them on the calendar. I have my assistant uh, coordinator remind me. Don't forget, tomorrow you're in uniform, six o'clock here. Okay, cool. Do you I'm actually good to go. wear the uniform? I throw it on my uniform. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, we're allowed to do that um, during during the Toys for Tots campaign. Like, I, I couldn't put it on in April. I mean, I guess I could. Who's going to say something? But I wouldn't put it on so in April. So you still have it. Wow. Still have it. And it, it still fit, fits it, even better. Well, no. It fits a lot better now that I've lost 25 well, pounds. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. But anyway. I've had five other no I've had four other marines step up and help out with all of these different functions that right. we have. So this year there were five marines that put on dress blues to do all the different because I couldn't do them all. Right. And um some campaigns don't even get one. Fortunately enough I'm a Marine, so I can always throw on my stuff, and I don't have to ask anybody where there's somebody who said, like, you would be in Martin County. The woman in Martin County doesn't have a Marine, so nobody gets to see a Marine. Oh, really? Um, yeah. <clears throat> That's weird. I would think there would be some there. Uh, yeah, but I guess it's one, how you ask, ask, and two, how you act. Yeah. You know, and I think she's burned... Quite a few bridges over the years, and unfortunately, oh, I don't have to ask. All I have to do is make sure it fits. All I have to do is make sure I weigh under two hundred pounds, <laughs> and I'm good to go. But uh, fortunately, I weigh one eighty right now. One eighty one point two. I weighed myself this morning, um, and 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 I physically feel a lot better. Mentally, I'm still kind of goofy with with what happened with with the stents in my heart and all of that stuff. But physically, I feel that much better so weighing, you feel more like you weighing less yeah yeah um so what i was what i was ultimately getting at was everybody stood up and and took charge we have all our orders complete Do you? we haven't ha- passed them out we pass them out friday saturday and sunday but we have everything that has been requested that we have accountability for um we're good to go 
we could start passing them out today. We could get rid of them today, um, and we're good to go. So that makes my heart warm that people made sure that I looked good during. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Cause yeah. that's a big job. <clears throat> yeah, that's a very, big, it's very commendable that they stepped up and. And I ran around today with somebody else picking up, picking up some boxes, and it was good to, it was good to be um, part of it, right? And to own a little bit of it. But man, I got tired <laughs> real quick. Really? I went to cardiac rehab, went and got a van from U-Haul, and just started running around and picking up boxes. So I didn't stop. And then I was over at PGA for a, a veterans' uh, Christmas dinner. Um, they're they're still all over there. I had to run because, of course, we're on the air. And um, last night I did a PGA uh, membership uh, appreciation night. You bring a toy and you get 35% off at the – they always get 20, but they get an extra 15 if they bring a a toy of, like, say, a $10 value. Is that for Toys for Tots? Yeah. I stood over there in uniform for Uh – I watched a couple of football games over there from, I was there from one thirty to 5, I think. And we collected almost four boxes of toys, which is which is good. It's not as good as it has been in the past, but it's still, every toy counts. Oh, yeah. We, we actually, my daughter sent me, well, sent my son and me a text. Mm-hmm. One of her friends works, you know, at the airport, and apparently they do some big thing there. Where you become an angel and sponsor a foster child. Okay, yeah. Well, they gotten one. Poor little kid. It was Monday. He had just been put into foster care oh, on yeah. Saturday. And they didn't have anybody, you know, because everybody had already brought their toys. So, she said, I think we should do this as a family. Well, you know who ended up doing it. You but, did, but uh, yeah. Well, no, she picked out some of the stuff. We, uh-huh. we Amazoned it. But then, I'm talking to my friends and, you know, I've got to put, all, put it all in bags. Oh, oh no, no. Kid. You've got to. He's six. You've got to wrap everything because kids like to open. They yeah. don't want it in a bag with tissue paper. They want it wrapped. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how long it's been since I wrapped something? So I had to go to the, the day that, and, you know, of course, we're already late. So we have to wait until all the stuff comes in. And then, you know, he likes Spider-Man and Legos yeah. and uh-huh. all kinds of stuff. Then I had to go buy wrapping paper. Does he need a bike? Well, I don't know. Can we, can we get him a bike? I don't know, because I don't know him. You know, this was just anonymous donations. I'll ask. How, how, is there a way to be able to make sure that he gets a bike? I'll see what I can find All out right. about him. Because we'll, we'll get him on if that's the case. But, it, you know, it was kind of yeah. sweet. You know, he, he really had very specific things that he wanted. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kids, kids, no matter what the situation yes, is, they know what they, they want. They still know what they want. They know yeah. what they want. <laughs> yeah. And, I, you know, they had a party for them. With Santa coming in a helicopter mm-hmm. on Saturday, but I didn't go. I didn't feel comfortable since I don't know anybody. Yeah. But, it, you know, I saw some pictures, and it looked like it was really pretty wonderful. Yeah, but on and after, we'll get him a bike. All right. I'll, yeah. we'll, I'll see what I can find out yeah, about Yeah, just him. tell him, and we'll, I'm sure she'll be able to. What's that little dog that she has at the uh, the little husky? Oh, it's her boss's dog. Yeah, it's cute. It's yeah. I when I the last time I went over to get my hair done, he was it was his second day there. Yeah, and he was sleeping in a box. And, oh, <laughs> the cutest thing you have, have you ever seen. seen. That, speaking of sleeping in a box, have you seen the picture that's going around social media <coughs> of the German Shepherd sleeping on the baby Jesus in the in the uh, no in the manger? No, I bet that's cute. Yeah, it is. It was a, it was a, it's an abandoned dog. 
and he found his way to this manger and got on, got in the crib with uh, oh. the baby Jesus statue. Yeah, I'll I'll forward it to you when I find it. You know, it's it's heartwarming when you. It's sad because it's a an abandoned dog. Somebody took the dog, right. and this is this is a picture of from probably eleven years ago. Well, but it makes its way yes. around every Christmas. Yeah. That's kind of good. Just like yeah. the the memes with the you know the screaming woman and the the cat with the wry face. People have who been, are those two? Who is that screaming? Oh, that I've from? forgotten who she is. But apparently, there's a website you can go to now and put your own sayings on. Yeah, it. and it makes and that's the, what people are doing. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. There was one I saw, and this is uh, kind of silly, but um, she, you know, she's pointing her finger and she says, "I'm a Native American," and the cat says, "I'm a ho is in the tribe." <laughs> uh, I, I just I've, I've been enjoying watching what people did with that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely some some crafty people out oh, there. Oh yes, what they yeah it's, yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. So um, addiction and recovery, that's what we're here for. Right. Actually, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to be able to, you know, we don't necessarily always talk about it. We talk about what happens in our lives. We talk about, and that's a reflection of our real life's lessons. Right. You know, I would, I would never have the, when we were on terrestrial radio and i want to say when we were in las vegas on uh was that kdwn i don't remember our producer made a made of uh a commercial and it was me talking about being outside the house without a coat with sneakers on and knee-deep snow and watching the uh my family in the house enjoying yeah. Christmas as best as they could, and I'm outside in the, you know, freezing. And um, I listened to it the other day, and and it, and it struck me as uh, I was sad mm-hmm. for that person. Mm-hmm. Very know? sad because there's a lot of those yeah. people out there yeah. right now, yeah, who are probably in knee deep snow without yeah. a coat, and uh-huh. their families are. Moving on, they have to. I'm not. Um, I'm not overly uh, or, or explosively joyful that it's Christmas. No, I'm not either. Um, one, and I've ne- I never have been, but I am so grateful. I'm not that. Oh yeah. Kid anymore? That 28 year old kid that was outside looking in on <clears throat> outside looking in on everything. Right. Yeah. Everything, birthdays. Yep. You know, Thanksgiving, Easter. I can't tell you how many times Marcy was in jail instead of with us. Right. So, I used to try to find myself in in detox for Christmas, so I didn't have to deal with it. But um, yeah, it kind of taints it for forever, because it's you know the reason gets lost in all the hoopla. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of wonderful things like Toys for Tots, you know, charitable things that happen. That's one of the reasons why I do it. Right. To keep me focused on other people. Mm -hmm. Instead of very easy for me to, even today, even after 30 years clean and sober, it's very easy uh, 
to find the poor me's. It's very easy to internalize, you know, what have you done? What, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're almost out, we're almost out of this year. And, you know, reflecting back, I can say, well, well I, I don't remember the good things. That's, that's my disease yeah. still today doesn't allow me or, or, would, or would prefer that I remember all the crappy stuff. So, um, I have been doing Toys for Tots for the past five years for that reason. So, at least I can say at the end of the year, last year we gave away, we donated 30,085 toys to 6,834 wow, children. There's a lot of toys point, and a lot of 4. kids. 4.3 toys per child. I'm not talking about games, not talking about stuffed animals, not talking about stocking stuffers. That is just toys. Um, that's a good feeling, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I, I I could I could probably turn that around and say, see how great I am, but it's not about that, right? You know, fortunately enough, I know it's not about that. Um, there are people out there who don't have that opportunity to be able to give that because they're so clouded, jaded, polluted with what's going on in their mind and soul and body um and you honestly do not even have to be an addict to feel that way no no that's what you i know, mean li- yeah. life is uh, always a challenge and i think a lot of it has to do with how you look at it yeah so i have i have a plan for the new year i'm going to start volunteering at the humane society martin county yes yeah because yeah i know County's. all about st lucy i have yeah. a friend that works there and it's gone but or sort of gone but, no, Martin has um, a class on January 11th, which I'm going to take. And then I guess they'll either put me in a category or I'll get to pick the category I want to be in. But, you know, when I have free time, which is mainly just weekends, yeah, I'll be over there doing something. Hopefully, it, it won't make me want to adopt every animal I see and bring them home. <laughs> That's what will happen. I'm, I'm kind of afraid that, that it might. But, you know, I... I thought about all the ways that I could give back and that seemed to be one that would yeah benefit you know yeah benefit a, a lot of self fulfillment yeah well I love animals I'd love to have yeah. dogs you know three cats I really can't take on anything else right now mm. and they're all rescues but that that's my plan for doing something to give back yeah no and that, and that, and that's awesome because uh I think it's easier taking care of animals than it is interacting with humans sometimes. Oh, yeah, I would say yeah. definitely. I was not feeling well Saturday, and I you know, I was just lying on my bed, you know, because I, I think I was trying to come down with the flu. And I had a, instead of a three-dog night, I had a three-cat afternoon. They oh, all yeah, they came all and got around. on the yeah, bed yeah. with me, and yeah. they don't normally do that, especially not together. So the other the other night, um, Janelle ended up having to bring Callie to the hospital. Uh, Again, they stayed overnight. Oh, Ooh. so yeah. Ooh. So Amaya stayed here, and so did her four dogs. So I was nine dogs heavy again. <laughs> so it was me, my little four year old, uh, and nine dogs in the bed. Wow, eight dogs in the bed. Because baby girl was with her four little, little puppies four babies, in the box. Yeah. So there were 
13 dogs in the house. Lots of little souls in your yeah. house. So, I mean, I, I, I can relate to the Humane Society. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know you can. Yeah. You know, you are the Humane Society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking this, about? This is very true. But, you know, I, I go through moments of gratitude, and then, you know, other times life gets in the way, and you, you don't feel it. And, you know, you can go days just being miserable. Yeah. And it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. So I'm I'm trying to find ways to give back because I have I've been blessed in many ways, mm-hmm. and it's easy to let you know to lose sight of that. It's very easy to to forget. Yes. Yeah. Or just you know other things happen that are unpleasant or make you unhappy, but there's so much more to be grateful for mm-hmm. than there is to sit around being unhappy. Well. Um, I think we get um, just as many opportunities to be miserable as we do to be positive. So I think it's how we are, uh, our own acceptance at the moment. Right. You know? Yes. Acceptance is key. If, If you can accept what's going on for what it is. And as they say, live life on life's terms, which is, I didn't understand for a long time. I think, you know, in the long run, you can't be happy all the time. It's just not possible. No. But you can, you could be positive. You can know that things are going to get better. You can know that everything is finite, including life. So uh-huh. make the best of it while we're here. Yeah. Or, or, or jump. And that's not, and that's not the, uh, my, um, solution today no no i mean you've had a pretty big scare in the last few weeks yeah i'm sure it's made you reflect on a lot of things and you know you you learn you learn we learn to live with whatever what, what, we're yeah what we're dealt. dealt to us yes yeah. you know if you want to be if you want to be part of the discussion if you want to if you have any questions or comments dial 866-472-5792 that's 866- Four seven two five seven nine two. Give us a call when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery Radio Show. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back to the Miracles in Recovery show. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we always read that, generally in the second segment, because we do love to have guests on the show talking about all kinds of things that relate to recovery, sometimes directly and sometimes indirectly. We've had guests that talk about love, that talk about relationships, and all of those things play into how the disease plays out in people. Mm -hmm. So if we've got anybody out there who has something to contribute, we would really love to talk to you. And, you know, it's very easy. We just chat, just like we're doing now, and... We usually end up having a great show when we have a guest on. Yeah, we, we set up, we, we, we send you a media packet, which ultimately has like five to ten questions that you would like us to ask, and it kind of guides us through um, your time on the air. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny. We're, we sit in this studio and share with the world our experience, strength, and hope, and and life experiences. Um, but we, like Ellen said, we, we love to hear from people. We love to hear when people, when people call in and just share a little bit about who they are, it, it makes us feel better about what we do because fortunately enough, we get interaction because we're, we're a, a web-based product. We can see who's hitting and listening. When we were on terrestrial radio, we would never even know yeah, if anybody was listening. We had no clue. Now we know that different countries, countless different countries listen to us, which is, which is incredible in itself. But to hear a third voice, there's nothing better. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've had doctors. We've had authors. We've had people that started you know, kind of different types of rehab programs. I mean, there, there's just so much out there. There's so much help out there. There's mm-hmm. so many different ways to help that, it, you know, that it's fascinating. And yet there's still so many people stuck in the throes of the disease. Right, right. Yep. And, it, you know, it, it just, it's mind-boggling. I mean, I think back on where I was five years ago with this with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know. Has it been five years? Um, almost. Yeah, well, yeah. it's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah, almost. I mean, totally clean about three. Almost three. Oh, but, I thought it was even more than that. Well, it, there yeah. was, there was a slip or two. Yeah. But, and, you know, and a little jail time for, yeah. <laughs> for some stuff that happened oh, no, prior well, to I was, that. But, I was counting that, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's um, no matter how you look at it, it's, it's uh, a lesson well learned. Oh yeah, a journey, a journey well walked. Well, just the fact that someone <clears throat> who was that deep into it mm-hmm. can turn so completely around now. I mean, yeah. completely, a career. Yep. You know, uh, you know, a life. 
It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it goes to work every day, won't speed on the highway, won't touch the phone <laughs> in the car because that's against the law. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, but I do. Yeah. I'm probably stupid, but I do. You know, and speaking of that, they should, I mean, technology is so great today. They should have something that shuts your phone completely down. Right. Over 10 miles an hour. And well, goes I to think an immediate they probably hit. do, but people would have a fit. Too bad. Too bad. Right? You know, I mean, and you know, of course, it'd be the big uh, the big uproar, you know, yeah, big brothers watching out over us and doing, making us do. Too bad. We did live without it for yeah. many, 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 many years. years. Yeah. And now it's funny, you know, like we went from nothing to beepers where right. we would have to I had drive a to... We had to know where all the phone booths were right. in the city um, to a phone and a computer and a, to a phone and then a computer and handheld computer right. and a phone and we can't get away from it. Oh, no. If I was at home, I would die. I'd have to go back and get it. You have to go it. back around and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you lose your phone, oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, you've lost everything. And I think if everyone at the same time, if we, if we started a, a thing and everyone said, okay, we're just going to wing our phone into my lake. Yeah. I would do it because I'm not missing out on something that somebody else isn't. Oh, I would miss mine a lot. Yeah, I, I would, but <laughs> if nobody else had one, I would be okay. Well, it's like my son said, you know, when you were growing up, you had to be close to a phone. You had to know somebody's phone number. Actually, it was easy to get. You just did 411. Yeah. Now you can't do that, but you can look at, you know, most of the time you can look somebody up and find them. Yeah, well, you can 411, but it costs you money. It costs you a dollar. But, I mean, he was talking about dating, too, and he said, you know, you had to know the person, and they had to have your phone number, and they had to call yeah, but, you up. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and isn't that a little better, really? Yeah. I mean, if you were out, you weren't phone accessible. Right. If you were in the house and, you know, the phone would ring and... You'd have to run be, into the room. It would be Tommy from my class saying, is Ray home? And she'd be like, no, he's out riding his right. bike. Okay. And Tommy called or whatever and... Yeah. It was no big deal. You know, now I see a missed call. I, I, I'm, as, I'm as obsessed with somebody sends me a text. I try to wait like... Just just to wait a couple of minutes, and I have to answer back, and then and then I go, well, why aren't they responding yeah. right away? And you look to see if <laughs> yeah. it's delivered red. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it's it's awful. So silly. It's awful. Just mm-hmm. like the likes on Facebook. And that's why, that's why I say I would be okay with winging it if everybody else did. Yeah, maybe if everybody else did, it might not yeah. be such a bad thing. Then we would as- communicate. In yeah. person mm-hmm. or by voice rather than all this typing and texting. Yeah. I mean, emails really kind of, I remember when they took over the world yeah. at work. Yeah. And then they took over everything else. And now all I get is junk mail. Yes. Yep. A lot of it. And junk calls. And junk calls. So, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's a lot to be said for, you know, true human interaction. I think we're yeah. getting so far away from that, it's almost scary. And I think I think maybe that's why... Um, the the active addiction world is the way that it is today mm-hmm. because we're so disconnected. We shrug our shoulder, you know. You see somebody on a corner, um, 
we're numb to it. Right. You know, and and when we as the streetwalkers are numb, I mean I mean the normal society people, what do you think the people up in the higher the higher ups? They that's that's the furthest thing from their oh, mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Unless unless you are affected by it. Right. It will always be the furthest thing from your mind. I, you know, I see the government making little strides. I saw one county in Florida, and I, re- I don't remember which one, is now doing a needle exchange. And that's a good thing. <clears throat> yeah. At least they get clean needles. At least yeah. they go somewhere where somebody will talk to them and act like they care. And, you know, at some point, mm-hmm. it might get through. You know, that there's something better than this. Well, yes. It... Um we had one of those in the. I think I don't. I will probably still do, but it was, it was a renegade um, group that would just walk down the um, the the barren streets of the city where the, where the drugs were being sold, where the heroin was being sold, and they would they would just hand them out. If if they got caught, they'd get arrested because uh, it was still, you know. Um, I even forget what the name of it. It'll pop into my mind. Um, <clears throat> but they would just do it like real quick, and um, it. I, I still I, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, everything that I've read, and you know, some of they do it in other countries. Mm-hmm. You know, more like a safe injection site, not just handing out randomly in, handing in out England, needles. They give you 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 get the you get the whole. Uh, Shot. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of yeah. countries, they do. Yeah. You, you bring your drugs in. Actually, yeah. I think even in Boston, they were talking about doing that somewhere. Well, no, that's that was uh, that, in that one was of the just hospitals. A safe, that was just a safe uh, shooting gallery. That was just a, a yeah. Safe, but I yeah. remember asking the question. Well, you know, I'm sure there's cops around. Are they just looking there's the other way? Right and the yeah, answer no, is to. yes. Yeah, that's that's they their, do. That's their gig. Yeah. Thank goodness. Just yeah. making sure that it's a safe environment for the individuals that are in there. You know, because um, active addicts aren't really the most sane people, right? You know, there's a lot of a lot of mental health issues that go along with it. You need some form of protection, right? You, you know, do. from yourself. You know, the cops aren't there taking pictures and, and arresting you as you walk out the door. They're there. <laughs> yeah, then nobody's going to go back. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But in countries where they've done this consistently for a while, they mm-hmm. have found supposedly that the addiction the disease, rates have really been cut. Too, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always going to have the haters, the people that don't understand, who say, "Oh, just let them kill themselves." Yeah, yeah. That's that's not my that's not my feeling on it. I just I just um, one for one. I, I, I get it. I used to climb on roofs and look for. Stuff yeah. that I threw away three weeks ago. Oh, really? That was all rusted. And, yeah, it, it just gross. Um, so I understand that aspect of it. I I want to say that if that was an opportunity for me, it might have allowed me to stay out there a little bit more. I had to struggle. I had to I had to experience the whole struggle. I want to say that if if I was near my end and all of a sudden supply and demand came that much easier, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. You know, they were um, they were illegal in Rhode Island, so we could go buy a box in Rhode Island. You know, a whole big yeah hundreds and um, sell them for a buck or whatever on the street, um, and and you know make it back that way until they stopped it. And then, of course, you know, we're not going to drive to Connecticut to get them, but the people in Rhode Island did, I'm sure. <laughs> the desperation. Um, yeah. Desperation makes you do many things. Yeah. But I don't know. There are just so many people dying now. I Try anything, anything that might help. And, you know, this has been shown apparently in other places to work. So, you know, I I just see little things like that. There is at least now a recognition that it is a huge and growing problem. And I think something like 500,000 people officially have died in the last 10 years. It's a lot of people. And that number is probably Oh, low. that's very yeah. low. Of course it is. I mean, they're the people who went because, you know, they have the infections in their heart valves. They're the people yeah. who, you know, who have all the coexisting conditions that are actually killing them. But, but, you know, the recognition helps. And maybe, just maybe, it will get through to some people who haven't experienced it up close and personal that, yeah, this is a disease. And I, and I want to say, now, now, I don't know, because I'm, because I'm not that connected or that, that close anymore living, living down here, but I want to say that the city of Boston did embrace that uh, um, clean the injection. injection. Yeah, I believe they did. Yeah, I believe they and did. Massachusetts is generally ahead of. We're pretty progressive. The curve. With, yes. and and also we we've seen that you know out of the money that we that each state gets for you know quote unquote opioid uh, abuse or addiction. Massachusetts puts it into um, follow-up, follow up, yeah. which is... Making sure you get a job and yeah. you take care of yourself, yeah. yes, which is so important. Yeah. I mean, that's really the whole, that's the, the true crux of the whole thing is if you have something important to do afterward, I think it's helpful. Yeah. I mean, you, you I don't know. I, I just know with my daughter, it seemed like when she finally had a purpose that was something that she really cared about, uh-huh. that's when she got better. It had nothing to yeah. do with anything but that. So, you know, she could feel better about herself. She went to school. She did okay. Mm-hmm. She did something hard and different. And, you know, the business is not easy either, but she's doing it. And, yeah. you know. And she, I, I think she kind of found her. Uh, yeah, her niche. Her rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. If you looked at her yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, she, she she's a color wonder. Yes. You know? Yeah, she and, does big projects. Yeah. And, you know, has been in contests. And I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Sometimes I'm envious because I never like what I do that much. Yeah. yeah but, but, you know, I just had to because I had to make money. Yeah. But that's okay, too. I'm, I'm, I like people and being in an office was always fun. I'm not in one anymore, but... Mm. I'm going to be taking care of animals and the humane society yeah, like, in yeah, my spare you a, time. So. You got a cat in your lap right now. Yeah. Yeah. A big cat. He's bigger than the dogs. He is. Yeah. He's a big guy. Yep. And he's not fat. No, he's just. No. He's, he's a, a little, football cat. He's a little panther. Yeah. <laughs> my Florida panther. He's really a beautiful kitty. Yeah. 
and sweet too. Yes, yeah, he's very he's sweet. Got, he's got the perfect demeanor. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. He, he, when I come in, the dogs jump around and bark and yap and get in my lap, and then after that, he saunters over. Yeah. But he waits till they're done. Yeah, it's like I'm staying out of this. Yeah, which is probably what I should have done when my kid got sick. But no, exactly. I didn't know any better. And that you know you don't know what to do. And now, and now the thing is, is that you're gonna you're gonna drive up to your mother's house and bring it up there. Yeah. When is it you're going? You're leaving this weekend. I'm probably leaving Saturday. She's coming up Christmas Day, and I'm not sure when Jay is coming. My son, or if he want might go to New York. That's what New he York. did last year. Oh, okay, He's that's had right. A friend yeah, up you're there. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he he had a big time, so I, I hope he comes with us. You know. Yeah. We'll see. His cousins are going to be there, so that'll make it better. Guy cousins. Yeah. They didn't go hang out with. What? Um, any any plans or anything? You you guys don't do anything on. Uh... No, we, you know, it's a big family thing. Yeah. Everybody will be there. We do dinner, open presents, you know, hang out, visit around, go yeah. to church, all the stuff. See friends. Yeah. My mother, even though she's 90, has people dropping in. Is she 90 already? She is 90. Wow. That's why we had the big party this summer. Wow, that's right. God love her, right? Yeah, she is. Wow. So every Christmas is a gift, and that's yeah. why we, we all try to be there. Because she loves it. She absolutely loves it. Every I miss day is, decorating every day the tree. Is well, a that's gift. what she says. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, so I can't miss that. Hmm. Even though I hate the drive a lot. And Was I hate it 13 the, hours? 12? No, it's about 11. 11, 13, what's the, what's the Well, difference? I only stopped once coming back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, if it, but if my son goes with me, then he can drive part of the way. Now, do you, um, do you put food in the car so you don't have to stop? Or? No, I just, I stop once for gas and food. I usually put a book on. You book you, you eat crappy food when you stop. Oh yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please give yeah, me a cheese you, quesadilla. Yeah. Sometimes just gas you, station you know, crap. Before, before we went on the air, you said that uh, you sent one of your friends over to my doctor, and he's not taking new patients. So don't stop at Taco Bell. <laughs> I know <laughs> I should stay. I did go to Taco Bell this weekend, <laughs> and I got three things, and I ate one. Yeah. They were all veggie, but not vegan. Yeah. Um, um, today. Because that was going to be three meals. You know, I had a burrito, a quesadilla, and some other a crunch wrap or something. I went to the refrigerator. They were gone. Wow. So, the culprit was my son. Yeah. Who eats anything that he sees. <laughs> if it's in, and, and I saw, so I asked him, did you eat them? Oh, well, yeah, I thought you put them in there for anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's why they were all vegetarian. Yeah, that's what that's what I did. I put him in there for anybody. So I guess it's fair game. And well, yeah, note to self: double the order and write your name on it. Yeah, if I put if I put it in my refrigerator, it would be for anybody because I'm the only one that lives here. Yeah. Well, yeah. we we have to either label, and sometimes that doesn't even work, or hide food Is because it, he will just it, mow through it. Yeah, he yeah. eats so much. Yeah. He's not overweight. He's just big. Yeah. Works out all the time. But How old is he now? 28. Wow. He's still a growing boy. Uh, yeah, it's kind of scary. 
Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. With your questions, comments, you want to share about your experiences at Taco Bell, please, by all means, give us a call. (laughs) It's good. When Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. You know, we've been sailing along at a at a pretty good clip here. Right? We're already into the we're already into the th- third segment. We haven't really talked about anything <laughs> that we that we that we uh, broadcast that we do. But you know, something that's it's okay. I'm I'm good. It's Christmas show, and because uh, uh, I'll be I'll be in the studio by myself next Monday. You'll hopefully be calling in. Yeah, I'll call in. Yeah. I'll be up in the frozen north. Well, that's not it the north. It is Come on. the north. It's, it's a mountain. It's not the north. It's frozen. It's north from here, it's yeah. It's dark and frozen. It's north of here. Yeah, it's very it's much north of here. Well, no, not oh. Yankee north. But oh, so, so the RV's gone. You noticed that, I right? did notice the RV was gone. The guy who bought it drives through Silva to get to his house. Where's his house? What's next door? Cullowee, mm. Cashers, Franklin. But yeah. Oh, he goes to Franklin? Yeah. Well, interesting. He owns like a, an excavating company or something like that. Guy must be polluted because he, you know, who can go to their bank and get, you know, a quarter of a million or more yeah. bank check? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, must It was be nice. more than that. But um, 
Must you know, nice. it was crazy. The guy drove in and uh, gave him a price. Cool. I said, where are you from? He said, well, I flew in from Asheville. I said, oh, my uncle lives in Asheville, and a woman I do a radio show with, her family comes from Silva. And he's like, oh, I drive right through there to go home. Wow. Yeah. How interesting. And he yep. bought the gigantic house on wheels. Yeah. I think that's the biggest one I've ever seen. <laughs> Stanley, Stanley Steamer comes because uh, we wanted, we wanted, you wanted you know, clean. we had the outside done, the inside done, and the rugs. And um, Stanley Steamer comes and he goes, uh, I'm here to do your living room. I said, that's the living room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it, uh, you know, fortunately it went. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People love those things. Yeah. I have a friend yeah, that just he was, sold one. He was upgrading from, he had like a 2011, this one's a 2016. Wow. You know, and uh, he was uh, he was actually a, a motocross uh, biker, and his kid at seven years old is jumping buses. Really? Yeah. I said, doesn't that wig you out? And he goes, eh. Like. You see your kid flying in the air at seven years old? I would imagine the mom was wigged out, but... I don't know. I guess that's their family, yeah. you know what I mean? They're, they're a motorcycle, you know, a dirt motorcycle-type family, and that all goes along with it. Just whatever you're used to is normal. Yes. Whatever yeah. your normal happens to be. But whatever you're used to is normal. That doesn't necessarily mean that staying out there in the cold... Suffering is a good thing. Uh, is a good thing, and it's not normal. And you can change your normal. Yeah, there's always new normal. You can always change your norm. You know, yep. my normal changed a lot, an awful lot. No, in the last normal, few years. normal should change quite often. Yeah, I think so too. So you don't get bored. You don't. Yeah. You know, if you're unhappy, you don't have to stay unhappy. You know, if if you're out there banging around, just you know surviving, trying to find your next fix. You don't have to do that. It doesn't have to be. Sorry, had a little tef- technical difficulty yeah, there. I think I got yeah. too animated and did something to my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> we have to work with life on life's terms or life on Ellen's terms, I guess. she's Perhaps. Yeah, we just, we just heard our... Uh, our producer, our producer in the in our ears. I don't know if you heard him, but um, we sure did. So uh, yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking oh, about oh, the norm, the yeah, norm, the norm, and, and changing, yeah. changing your norm. You uh-huh. can do it. Reach out, ask for help. I sent a, I sent a, uh, I sent a thing out on social media. I want to say on on LinkedIn or it was a LinkedIn thing or something like that. We don't. We don't um, announce our hotline enough. Uh, for the longest time, we would be on the air and we would say, dial 855, stop using, because that was the number that we used while we were on terrestrial radio. Now we use 866-472-5792, but 855-STOP-USING, I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you, is still active. So... If at 3 o'clock in the morning, hopefully not 3 o'clock in the morning, what am I talking about? <laughs> well, if worldwide, it could be 3, 3 p.m. 3 here. o'clock in the afternoon, you call from Wichita and you're looking for help. Um, we have the resources to be able to help. We, we, we may not physically know 
the person that we are going to refer you to. But the the great thing about recovery and the great thing about 12-step programs is is it's a network, mm-hmm. you know. And all you have to do is reach out to individuals and indiv- that network starts working and boom, five, five, 10, 15, 20 minutes later, we have somebody who has the willingness to go get you and bring you to a meeting, go get you and bring you to a detox, go get you and you know, suggest a rehab, you talk know, to you. Yeah, yeah. I think a long time ago, you know, when I was looking for somebody, you knew somebody who knew, you know, Mm-hmm. what the best fit was, you know, so yeah. I called her and talked to her and she recommended places. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's always a hand. Yeah. There's always a hand out and you can grab onto it and they will pull you forward. Right. And that's the beauty thing about it. There was, there's a lot of times where um, I found myself somewhat asking for help and through no fault of my own, Ended up getting like 90 days clean, not even knowing any better. Right. And then taking it back, you know, because I wasn't because I wasn't ready. I didn't hit my saturation point. But at um, least you had heard something. But gave if you I was, food for but thought. if I was ready, and when I was, they just dragged me along. Right. They made they made me part of their life, and made sure um, that I was protected from myself. Because left to my own devices, I'll be sleeping on a park bench. Right. It's what I did. Right. Why would, why would I be any different? You know? Left to my own devices, I found myself six weeks um, struggling through heart disease, which I could have died from, left to my own devices. Right. Because I didn't know to take care of myself, you know. Um, there's a lot of people out there that choose not to take care of themselves. There's a lot of people out there. Well, we are here to tell you that we'll hold your hand, and we're not going to let go. Because because letting go is not an option. If you have the willingness or even the half a want to get out of your own way and start living a life second to none. Give us a call. During during the show, it's 866-472-5792. After the show, very simple. 855-STOP-USING. If no one, if my cell phone, if I don't answer my cell phone, leave a message and I'll call you right back. I don't care what country you're in. 855-STOP-USING. I have a plan on my phone that I can call Belgium and it doesn't cost me any money because that's what we do. We're not in the business of making money at it. We're in the business of saving lives. And this time of year, I know for me, and I don't know like family-wise, but I know for me and and my family, uh, we struggled because it was a tough time for me. So, of course, it was a tough time oh, for yeah. my family. Um, you know, and my mother will tell you, my sister will tell you, my brothers will tell you. My sisters will tell you um, that Christmas really wasn't a good time. No. You know, and, and I think. Well, you get to the point you're afraid to give presents because, you know, they're just going to get sold. Yeah. And I think I think I did a lot of damage. And, and I think um, a lot of it was lasting damage that we all have to 
had to singly walk through. Um, but I, I, I tore I tore my family apart. Fortunately enough, we made it through it. You know, in in our own ways, in our own in our own pace. Um, but I can tell you, you know, active addiction or alcoholism is not a good option for a family. No, definitely not. It's probably the hardest thing that I ever had to live through, and it was many, many, many years of living through it and just, you know, trying to trying to survive myself mm-hmm. because, you know, I had to continue working and continue taking care of another child and, right. you know, continue to hold it together yep. while, you know, my oldest child was literally hanging by a thread yes. and always at death's door. That is uh-huh. such a frightening place to be and completely helpless to do anything about it. And trying to carry on with all the normal functions of everyday life just oh yeah, had to have been overbearing. Oh, and being judged. You know, yeah. you must have been a mad, bad mom. Yeah. There's there's a lot of that out there. And I don't think I was a bad mom. Yeah. You know? No. No, absolutely. I did not. all the right stuff. I was yeah. a Girl Scout leader. I, you know, <laughs> that might have but not been the right stuff. But yeah, well, yeah. it's the stuff that you know I thought was yeah. right. Okay. Um. So what I need to do is we're, we're getting ready to we're getting ready to close. Um. My sister just reminded me of something. There's a song that I listen to every single Christmas. It's by Emerson Lake and Palmer by Greg Lake. It's called uh, I Believe in Father Christmas. That song and David Bowie and Bing Crosby, Little Drummer Boy, those two songs do not make Christmas. I mean, without those two songs. It's not Christmas. It's not Christmas. (laughs) So I implore you to go to YouTube, listen to I Believe in Father Christmas and David Bowie and Bing Crosby, Little Drummer Boy. And with that... With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Good night, everyone. Good night. Stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.